This is the Courtney for Life podcast. Simple, real, and relatable audio bits on lifestyle, nutrition, and fitness. Grab a plate of tacos and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Courtney for Life podcast. It's me, Courtney, as usual. Okay, so I had a really good conversation with one of my girlfriends yesterday. And it was on Saturday, which is, if you know, if you're, if you're not new to my social media, you know that every Saturday night, Christian and I go out for a sushi dinner. That is something like we've, we've actually had date nights every Saturday night since we started dating like almost three years ago. And for the last, I would say well over a year, we have basically committed and kept, we keep going back to this amazing sushi place in Cancun because it is so good. And so it it just kind of like aligned perfectly in terms of conversation I had with my girlfriend yesterday and then going out for dinner last night. And the conversation I had with my girlfriend was, so for a little bit of context, she's in a new relationship. And although she is a bikini competitor like me, this doesn't mean, and this conversation is not directed at people who are competitors. This is directed at anybody who focuses on their nutrition, has goals, that require nutrition adherence and wants to have a social life, whether it is going out for dinner with your significant other, with your friends, or just trying to find the balance between the two of them. So she's in a new relationship and she has plans like me this year to compete frequently and like really give it her all. Like she's, she's so driven for that. And that is her number one. And I was talking to her yesterday and I was like, okay, like, how's your relationship going? And she's like, you know what, like I, the last couple days I've been thinking, and I don't know if I want to compete, um, like later, like after this year. And I was like, well, why not? And basically in short, she was like, cause I want to go out for dinner and I, I want to be able to enjoy because she never had that before in her other relationships. And this is new. And she's feeling like she can't have that balance between staying focused on her nutrition and still going out to enjoy basically dating her boyfriend. And I get that entirely. So I go out for sushi every Saturday night and I, I don't have it as a cheat meal. I don't have it as an untracked meal. I don't just guesstimate. I actually know the nutrition of every single thing that I eat, like insanely accurately. And I'm able to follow that and enjoy my time. And I really think it has little or nothing to do with the food itself. It's about the experience. It's about maybe dressing up or going somewhere with some friends and having a fun time together. And just it's about the experience. It's not about the food. And I think very often we think that when we go out for dinner, especially if we are following some kind of nutrition protocol or going out for any social event, we feel this unnecessary, I think self-inflicted need to have a bunch of drinks or to eat a bunch of food. And like, it's, it's not about that. It's about the time with the person, the people that you're surrounded with. It's about the environment. So what I encouraged my girlfriend to do, because I know like, she's so much like me, she's so driven on her nutrition, so driven on her goals and she's struggling to find this balance. And I was like, girl, trust me, I was there. I was there years ago. I was there two years ago. I was there last year. And I'm really at the point where I have such a good friggin' balance. And I can honestly, even like one month out from prep, 
spring, even like two weeks out from prep, I could probably still go out for that food and know that what I'm doing does not in any way impact or hinder my progress. And remember like when I'm in prep, this is kind of like an extreme situation, an extreme case. And you know that certain goals, especially mine, require certain protocols. So I have to be like spot on meticulous with my nutrition. That is not for everybody. And that sure isn't for like 98% of the people listening to this podcast. So don't think, please don't think that you need to be as strict and extreme as I am. I just want to share my information, my insight, my experiences. And if this is some good, helpful tips for you, I really hope this benefits you. However you interpret this information. So what I said to my girlfriend is I encouraged her to find a balance and it's easier said than done. I know that. But what I had encouraged was to find a few places that she really likes that maybe her coach approves that she knows she can make great choices off the menu and still be able to have that experience. Again, it's not the food. She's not looking for like this epic cheat meal or she's not worried that when she goes out, she's going to like crush this insane burger and like ruin all this progress. It's not that it's about the experience. And first and foremost, I need to backtrack and, and preface everything. You're a significant other or the people that you surround yourself with should be supportive of your goals. That doesn't mean that everyone has to eat a really sad salad with no, no, no dressing or anything on it. That does not mean that that just means that the people that you go out with or the people that you're surrounding yourself with your environment, they are conducive to your goals. And if that means you're all going out and all your say it's I don't know, a girl's night, all your girlfriends are drinking and you're not drinking, they should not be peer pressuring you to drink if that doesn't align with your goals. So it is your responsibility, not theirs. It is your responsibility to ensure you provide clear communication with them and ask for their support and respect. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I truly believe everybody has the availability and capability and confidence to be able to do that. If their goals are important to them and if these people they surround themselves with care about you, like if you're with your significant other and let's just say for easy example, it's with your boyfriend and you go out and you're like, Oh, like my boyfriend, he, he like pressures me to, to try all this food. And I really don't want to like, no, that is your responsibility to speak up because your boyfriend would support you. And I guarantee if you said to him, you know, what, babe, like I, I really am struggling when we go out for dinner. I just, uh, these are my goals. This is why it's important to me. And I would really appreciate if you can, if you can help me be my best. And I guarantee friggin' tea, if you provide that information clearly to them, they love you, they support you. And trust me, your boyfriend wants to see you fucking happy because if you're not happy, he's not happy. So be clear about what you need. And if I remember in this conversation, I will get back to this point afterwards about me, me, uh, me talking about that. So finding the balance of going out and being able to find a restaurant that works with your goals. And for me, that's my sushi. And it's easy for me because, and there is work that is required. Understand that you can't just go out and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to choose this steakhouse and that's a steakhouse we're going to go to every weekend because I like it, but you still need to put in the work to find 
the items on the menu that work with your goals. Maybe that actually means if this is important to you and if this is a necessity for your adherence and your progress and your goals. If, probably not, but if, go to this, and this is what I do, go to the restaurant, bring your food scale, ask for modifications, ask to confirm how something is cooked. If a great example is white rice is usually cooked in butter. I didn't know that. I learned that when I moved to Mexico. So I can't have butter. I have dietary sensitivities to dairy. So I need to ensure if I'm going to have rice or if rice is one of the ingredients in the dish, it needs to be cooked without butter. So I need to ask, is this prepared without butter? Um, so there is work required. So I had encouraged her to find places that they can both go to that they enjoy. And she has maybe this like collection of um, menu items that she can choose from no matter what. And then of course, if needed, like if she's deeper in her prep and needs to cut her calories or whatever the case is, there's, there's modifications that she can make. And I think that's really, really important because then she can still go out, even if it's once a week, to enjoy that social life. And that is something that is so powerful that has helped my relationship throughout preps. And my relationship is by no means fucking perfect. Like Kristen will say, it is by no means perfect, but he is very supportive of what I need and my goals. And this is how we find the balance when I am in prep. And as I get closer to competitions, these need to get like a little bit more rigid and there will be a time as I get closer to the stage that I need to eliminate these for a few weeks. And he's very understanding about that. So one of the reasons why we go for sushi beyond the fact that this restaurant is the best in Cancun, the food is phenomenal, the service, the ambience, the atmosphere, everything is so, so good is, oh, and it's, they have like the best fucking chefs and service everywhere. This is a place where I have like my custom chopsticks that have my name on them. Like these are the best humans ever. And I, if I could eat there every day, obviously without it costing a fortune, I would, but sushi is so easy to track. And that is one of the things that I choose because I know I don't have to remind them how to cook something every single time. I know that their rice is steamed rice. That's always going to happen. Their meat is raw. So I don't have to worry about like the cooked ratios or if it's cooked in something like it's literally protein. So I'm going to get salmon. I'm going to get hamachi, which is white fish. I'm going to get tuna. That's all raw. That's easy to measure. Like you can't fuck that up other than please make sure that salmon always has fat in it. Salmon is always a very fatty meat, even if the skin is off. So anyway, it's, it's so easy for me to track that. So that is why we keep going back for sushi because it's so easy for me and I can get little modifications here and there and really, really enjoy myself. And so I encouraged her that. And yes, again, it's going to require work. And I do have um, a cheat sheet on my website. Oh, what's it called? Something about making social, navigating nutrition through social events. I think that's what it is. And it talks about doing the work ahead of time. So looking online at Instagram these days for restaurants and places out like that are always going to have food photos. Look online. If you can't find their menu online, 
look at their photos. Look at the photos they're tagged in on Instagram. Look at Google reviews. Look at TripAdvisor. You are always going to find photos and at least that can give you a visual visualization to plan ahead and to have like a better concept of portion sizes. I think that's so, so important. So again, I told her to find a few places that she likes. I even encouraged that I would help her because she's new to this city. And I said, you know what, if you need some ideas, tell me what kind of foods you like and I can help you navigate through that. And I can actually help you with the nutrition as well because there might be some places where I've actually gone with my food scale and measured it. Now, me bringing my food scale to restaurants, it's honestly not something that I encourage with my clients. It is something I use as a tool, as a coaching method, because when I can be better and I know how to cue my clients accordingly, that helps. So it's a skill that I have developed and something that I practice very often to encourage my clients to make good choices and how to visualize things. So it's not an obsession tool that I have to like, we don't every time if I'm not in prep, I'm not going to like bring my food scale every time. If we're going out with family, I'm not going to bring it because I know how to visualize. But if and when I can be a little bit more adherent and a little bit more accurate, I'm going to take advantage of that. That's all in my control. Um, and obviously like when I am in prep, it is much more important to me. Nobody bats an eye at the food scale. I think we often think that all of a sudden we, we bust this out and all of a sudden we turn into like this giant alien and people are like, what the fuck is that? Nobody cares. People ask what it is because they're genuinely interested. Like, what is that? And so what I did last night, I went out for dinner. So we've gone to the same sushi place, like I said, for well over a year. And I more or less get the exact same thing because I truly, truly love it. I look forward to it every single week. And it's these, I think they're called Mackey rolls. Um, and it's just rice and fish. I can't have the cream cheese. I can't have the avocado because of dietary sensitivities. Um, it's not that avocado is bad for me. Obviously my body just doesn't digest it, but I can't have that stuff. So it's like, it's so easy. Otherwise I would just choose nigiri and I would just measure out the rice and the seafood separately. And then it's there. So what I did about a year ago, we had it when we would go there, we actually had a different sushi chef that would prepare the food for us. So I asked him one time to measure out the ingredient sizes that he uses for these rolls. And I saved that as a recipe in my macros plus food log. So I would always be able to enter it. So if you do follow me on my macros, you can actually look and it says like Hiromi sushi roll or, or Maki roll, whatever. And I know those ingredients and those portion sizes are actually incredibly accurate. So in the last few months, we've had a new sushi chef. And last night I asked him to just do the measurements. I said, I don't want you to give me specific ones. Like don't prepare a roll based on what I need, but prepare it how you usually would and tell me the portions of the ingredients. So there was a very small variance, but these little things add up, especially when I'm in prep and especially as things get closer where I need to pay a lot more attention to detail. So I've updated that. And he didn't freak out or ask why. I was just like, can you measure it? He's like, yep, absolutely. This is the power of asking. If you need something, speak up about it. I can almost guarantee you, I have never personally had a problem at a restaurant. And that is something that I had to develop the skills and the confidence on my own. 
I never listened to a podcast like 10 years ago with someone telling me how to do it. I never had a coach who showed me how to do this. And this is why I share this kind of information and why I am so passionate about my business because I never had this kind of guidance and support. I created a lot, a, a lot of the things that I know I had to figure out on my own. And it was a lot of fucking trial and error. And I feel like crying when I think about all of the shit that I've gone through on my own. And I want to be an influencer in such a good way for others, especially for women who struggle with nutrition or body image issues or just feeling fucking good about themselves and in their body. I want to be a good influence on that. And if I can help you or any woman navigate through that shit and skip years of fucking trial and error and failure and learning and struggles, that's what I want to do. And that's what my job is. Anyway, I regress back to the conversation at hand. Um, so I encourage my friend to, I keep repeating this. I encourage my friend to find restaurants that work for them so that she can go out and enjoy and have a balance with her social life or her significant other and her competition prep so that she can actually feel like she has a balance. Is it going to be a perfect balance? No. Is it better than nothing or is it better than chucking everything in the fucking bucket? Hell yes. So I encourage that and I encourage that with a lot of my clients too. So again, when you go to a restaurant, if this is important to you, tracking your nutrition, tracking the information one time so that you have it in hand. And I've, there are now like a handful of places I will go to in the city that if Christian, my husband is going to say, let's go out for dinner. Where do you want to go? I'm like, okay, this place, this place, or this place. These are my options. You choose from there. And then it's, it's not that like, it's always in my control. Although he would always let me choose. Um, so it's nice to have options and again, to be flexible, you can be flexible, but you can also be very firm. So these are my options, but I need to adhere within these three options. So again, no fuck it bucket. If your friends actually care about you, if your significant truly significant other truly cares about you, they want to see you happy and it does not affect them what you eat. It does not affect them. If you say no to another glass of alcohol, it does not affect them. If you choose to have wine or water, sorry, instead of wine, it doesn't affect the other person other than your own energy and reaction to that. So I really hope this helps. And the one thing that I wanted to, to come back on about your significant other being, being supportive and speaking up about it. I'm glad I remembered this. So I am now nine weeks into my competition prep for this year, 16 weeks out from my first show. And I haven't really, I guess, veered too far from my prep protocols um, since my last show back in October. And currently it is the end of May. So well over like eight months ago, I haven't veered too much from it because it is my lifestyle, because I enjoy it, because I know how good I feel. And because for me, this is really sustainable. And this is the balance in the current phase of my life. So in that time frame, after October, after I last competed, I moved in with my husband, husband now, and he understood my style of nutrition adherence prior to this. But him seeing me every single day and doing everything that I do, he was like, wow, you are so focused on it. And he loves it. He, he really admires like my focus. And I am a very strong minded and driven person. 
in the sense that there could be a chocolate cake in front of me or a bowl of ice cream or whatever it is. And I'd be like, no, that's cool. I'm not going to eat it. Like I do not have, I'm very, very grateful that I don't have binging tendencies that I, I do have food triggers, which I've talked about a couple times, but they're very mild. And if I need to be incredibly adherent and rigid and strict and routine, I can do it because I know why I need to do it. And I'm able to follow through with that. And I understand that is a skill that not everybody has, but understand that that is a skill that people can develop over a lot of friggin' time and effort. Anyway, I regress again. So it was, so I'm nine, nine weeks into prep. This was before these nine weeks. So maybe like three months ago, I talked to Christian and I said, you know what? I'm going to be starting prep soon. I'm going to be prepping for this entire year. My first show this year is in September. My last show is in December. So there's going to be a lot of work that I'm going to put in. And he's like, you know, I love you. You know, I support you. You know, I respect you. You know, anything you need, I'm here for that. And I said, okay, there's one thing that I need from you that I need help your help on. And he's like, yes, anything. And I said, it's nutrition. And he was kind of taken back by that because he knows how focused and adherent I am to my own nutrition protocols, whether I'm in prep or not. He knows that I always make smart nutrition choices because I've been through the shitty times and the, the stupid nutrition choices. And I know how shitty I feel from that. So I always make smart nutrition choices now. And so he was a little taken back by me asking him to help with my nutrition. And he's like, yeah, like, what do you need? You need me to buy groceries. You need me to source like some ingredients for you. You need me to cook food. I was like, I don't need you to do any of that. I need you to help me by helping yourself. I need you to not eat shit around me. And it like Christian doesn't follow a nutrition protocol. He is not nearly as focused on nutrition as I am. Yes. He makes better choices around me and I very much respect that. And I, I love that he, he tries to eat better. I really do. That's one of my favorite things um, about him and about any human is eating well means that you, you give yourself respect and you care about yourself. I'll be completely honest about that. That's like a love language for me. And I basically just said like, I need you to be respectful of my protocols. And he is very respectful. But for example, if I'm deep in prep and I'm hungry and I'm tired, if he comes home and has a bag of chips, like fucking get that shit out of my face. I just don't need it. If I'm really hungry and he's eating, like just please don't. And I know that's a common trigger for a lot of my clients. I've heard that conversation before where it's the end of the day and all of a sudden like they're, them and their significant other are watching, I don't know, TV or Netflix at the end of the day, at the end of the night and their SO just busts out like a bowl of ice cream or a bowl of chips. And then the client feels inclined to join in. And then of course they hate themselves after and they kind of complain about it. So this is what I mean in terms of being respectful. So I mentioned that to Christian and he was like, yes, absolutely. I can do that. You know, I love you. You know, I care about you. You know, I want you to be successful. And if this helps you be happy and successful, I will do that. And it's not a big request. It's just a matter of respect, boundaries and understanding and really, really good relationship communication. That is not something I've ever done well before. If you knew me five years ago, you would know I'm the fucking worst at communication, especially when it comes to relationships. And I'm the kind of person who will literally 
move to another country just to get something out of my life. Anyway, so this is a very long conversation. I'm getting, I'm, I'm starting to trend on the upwards in terms of podcast length, but this basically, I, I really hope this helps you, whether you are an athlete, whether you are just starting your journey of trying to make subtle nutrition habits that are sustainable for you in order to reach your goals. If you focus on your nutrition budget, I like calling it that, your nutrition budget, um, then I really hope this information helps you. Find a few places that really work with your goals where you can have that balance between your nutrition-related goals and your social life. There are so many references and availabilities and opportunities to do that these days. There, there, I really don't think there are any excuses. And if you have a good coach, they will help you. And if you need a good coach, I will help you. Um, so if you do have any, any questions, courtneyforlife.com slash coaching is where you can find more information. There's an inquiry form. You can email me, courtney.u at live.ca. Message me on Instagram if you do have questions um, or our CFL coaching Instagram page. I'm, I'm honestly here for all of that. I really, really hope this information helps you. And I hope you have the best fucking day ever. Full of tacos and good communication. Thanks for being here. There are so many ways you can show me your support, like subscribing, take a screenshot and share this on Instagram, or send me a taco donation.